Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Classic streams. Of his wife's death. 
If there's another such disturbance, I shall order the courtroom to be cleared. Proceed, Mr. Holloway. Thank you, Your Honor. To continue, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Mrs. Benson had reason to take her own life. You have seen evidence in the form of letters written by the dead woman two days before her death that proved she was despondent over her mother's recent passing. On this evidence, I say that Mrs. Harry Benson killed herself and was not killed by her husband. <clears throat> Harry Benson had no reason to kill her, no desire to kill her. But most important of all, Harry Benson could not possibly have killed his wife because at the time of her death in the city, he was 330 miles away. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you cannot convict an innocent man. I beg of you to weigh the facts and bring in a verdict of not guilty. For Harry Benson has committed no crime. And you cannot find it in your heart to find him guilty of something. Order. Order in the court. Have you, the jury, reached a verdict? We have, Your Honor. How do you find the defendant? We find the defendant not guilty. Tell him I'm busy, Rollins. I told him you were busy, but he says he's going to see you anyhow. He's the late Myrna Benson's brother. Well, tell him I couldn't see him if it was the early bird's sister. Fuck you, I, I won't be put off. I've got something to say, and I'm going to say Inspector it. Inspector Faraday can't see you, Mr. Jellison. He's seeing me now. Now, come on, you oh, can't... Oh, never mind, Rollins. What is it, Jellison? I don't have much time. I won't need much time. Okay, Rollins. I can handle this. Yes, sir. All right, Jellison. What do you want to talk to me about? You know very well what I want to talk to you about. The whole police department smells... I know that Harry Benson killed my sister. I know she didn't kill herself. I want something done about it. Now, look, Jellison. I think that Harry Benson killed your sister. I feel she didn't kill herself. But there's nothing I can do about it. You can send him to the chair for murder. I tried that. The DA tried that. The courts tried that. But the jury said he wasn't guilty. And that's your fault. If you had enough evidence against him, the jury would have convicted him. We had all the evidence we could find. And that was plenty. But it didn't add up to proof. Then find more evidence. You know he did it. Why can't you get more evidence and try him again? We can find more evidence, maybe. But we can't bring him to trial again. With more evidence? Of course you can. Oh, no, Jellison. Once a man is tried and found innocent, he can never be tried for the same crime again. You mean he's free for good? That's the law, Jellison. There's nothing I can do about it. You mean there's nothing you will do? There's nothing I can do. Well, I can do something. In fact, I can do plenty. Now, be careful, Jellison. Careful? How careful have you been? Thanks to you, my sister's killer goes free. But he won't stay free. I'm going to make him pay for what he's done. Now, don't be a fool. Call me whatever you like. If the law won't punish Harry Benson, I'll take care of him myself. Blackie, is that any way to treat a newspaper? I'm sorry, Mary. I'll pick it up. But every time I read about it, I get so all over again. Reading about the Harry Benson case again? Yes, and it's... Oh, it's practically driving me crazy. Everybody in town knows Benson killed his wife, and yet the court lets him go scot-free. Yeah, I know. Can't anything be done about it? Not a thing. Something could be done. Faraday in the DA's office would have done it. Come in. 
You Boston Blackie? Yes. I want to talk to you, and I want you to listen. Now, wait a minute. There isn't I time don't... to wait. I don't want the same slough off from you I got from the police. Something can be done about it. Something can be done about what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm John Jellison, Myrna Benson's brother. Oh. Uh, Miss Wesley, Mr. Jellison. How, How do you do, do, Mr. Jellison? I think I know what you want from me, Jellison, but there's nothing I can do. Benson can't be tried again? No, he can't. No matter what new evidence I might be able to uncover. Why is that, Blackie? For a very good reason, Mary. Our laws are made for the protection of the individual. The law says a man cannot be tried more than once for the same crime. More evidence will do absolutely no good. But you could do something. You could make him confess. So what? Even if he confessed, he couldn't be tried again. In the first place... I it... thought you'd come running up here, Jellison. Hello, Faraday. Now don't let this guy worry you, Blackie. He's coming with me. You mind your own business, Faraday. And while you're minding your own business, Inspector, mind uh, putting away that gun. It may take a gun to handle this guy, Blackie. He was just in my office threatening to... I know, threatening to kill Harry Benson for murdering your sister. And nobody would blame him if he did. He killed my sister, and I won't let him get away with it. I share your sentiment, Jellison. Ah, uh, you see... can share his sentiment, Blackie. But do anything about it, and I'll see to it that you also share his cell. <laughs> down today. All right, sir, but there's several contracts Mrs. Benson was tickering for just before her death that came through today. Uh, do you want to accept them? Do they look all right? Oh, yes, sir. In fact, they're most profitable. <laughs> Wire acceptance, and I'll be down tomorrow to sign them. Thank you very much, Mr. Benson. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Luncheon is served, Mr. Benson. Oh, thank you, Williams. I'll be right in. Excuse me, sir. Hmm? I haven't had an opportunity to tell you before this, uh, but the servants are most happy. Happy? About what? That, uh, well, sir, that you were not made to suffer for something you didn't do. Oh, thank you, Williams. We were so worried all during the trial. There wasn't anything to worry about, Williams. The law protects an innocent man. We are all so grateful that it does, sir. I'll get it, Williams. Now, you may serve lunch and I'll be right in. Yes, sir. Right away. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benson. Uh, this is Jones at the office again. Oh, yes, Jones. Mr. Ward at the exchange... I'm doing all right, eh? Excellently, sir. He advises buying more if you can. Joe Ward, I leave that up to him. I don't have all the money in the world, but at the rate I'm going, I'll have it someday. Well, you're a very lucky man, Mr. Benson. Lucky? I don't think so, Joe. Smart is the word. And you don't know how smart. <laughs> What songs are you going to stand there at the window? I don't know. Darling, you haven't said a word for 15 minutes. What's the matter? Mary, I'm going to do it. Do what? Help that fellow Jellison. Oh, you said yourself there was nothing that could be done. There is something, though. Something that'll bring him to trial again? No, nothing will ever do that. But I can give everybody some satisfaction if I can prove beyond a doubt that Benson is either guilty or not guilty. Oh, then there is a doubt. Not in my mind, there isn't. But if I can dig for evidence, prove how Benson could be at Mountain Lodge and still be here in the city to kill his wife, maybe I can make Benson suffer. But if you can't do that? Maybe I can prove that Mrs. Benson did commit suicide. That would satisfy Jellison that Benson wasn't getting away with murder. Oh, Blackie, why? 
Why, darling? What will you really accomplish? Well, nothing, I guess, but I might as well try to help poor Jellison. I have nothing else to do. I'll get it. Hello? Uh, hello, Blinky. This is Faraday. How's the inspecting business, Inspector? Uh, no jokes, Blinky. You remember Jimmy Bolton? Remember him? Every time I have a nightmare, I dream about him. Well, he's out. Looking for you, Blinky. He can't be. I gave you evidence to send him to jail for life three years ago. I know that. But three hours ago, he broke jail. And one of his jailmates said he busted out for just one reason. Well, what am I supposed you. to... What am I supposed to do about it, Friday? Call a cop? Now look, wise guy. Jimmy Bolton went to prison for killing one of his best friends. So he won't think anything of killing one of his worst enemies. You. <laughs> Now, back to Boston Blackie. Harry Benson murders his wife, but he plans the murder so cleverly that when he is brought to trial, he is acquitted. And the law states that once a man is tried and acquitted, even evidence that later proves his guilt cannot be used against him. Blackie has decided to do what he can to help John Jellison, the dead woman's brother, when he hears from Faraday that Jimmy Bolton... A killer Blackie once sent to prison has broken jail and is out to get his revenge. As we return to our story, Blackie and Mary are in Blackie's apartment, where Mary has just learned about Jimmy Bolton. Blackie, you've got to do something. I'm going to, Mary. Well, what? See if I can't either prove Mrs. Benson killed herself or find some way to make Harry Benson suffer for killing. Darling, I'm not talking about the Benson murder case. I mean, what are you going to do about Jimmy Bolton? He's dangerous. I know it, He's a little too old to be reformed. Oh, forget it. Oh. Uh, let me see that map of Mountain Lodge country again, will you? All right, here you are. But please, please do something about Jimmy Bolton. Look, look, call Shorty and see if he knows where Bolton is. If Shorty knows anything, he'll call me soon enough. Uh, Mary, look at this map. All right. Here's Mountain Lodge, 330 miles from the city. Mrs. Benson was killed in her home on Tuesday at about noon. At that time, Benson was with four friends at Mountain Lodge. Blackie, darling, you know it's useless. A man can't kill a person who's 300 miles away. And even if you prove he could, what good would it do you? He won't be tried again. I know all that too well, but let's see if we can figure this thing out. It's a fact that Benson did kill his wife. Is it a fact when it can't be proved? I'll ignore that for a moment. Answer this. How did Benson kill his wife? I'll ignore that. I don't blame you. All right, let's drop the whole matter anyway and worry about Jimmy Bolton. We'll worry about Bolton later. Let's review the known facts of the Benson case. All right. All right. According to the evidence, Mrs. Benson was killed in her home on a Tuesday somewhere around noon. At that time, Benson was with friends at Mountain Lodge, 330 miles away. You know we've gone over this about 330 times, Doctor. But maybe this time is it. Now, let's keep going. All right. Benson was at Mountain Lodge for two days before his wife's death and for one day after. He came back to his house and found her dead. And called the police. Then the police arrested him for her murder, saying that he had a motive and it was his gun that killed her. Which he had and which it was. But, Glasser, Benson was with four other men at Mountain Lodge all day the day of the murder. He wasn't out of their sight for one minute. Oh, but he was, Mary, several times and for as much as an hour at a time. So what? How could he have left Mountain Lodge, come to the city, killed his wife, and gone back there all inside and out? Now, that's a round trip of 660 miles. I have it, Mary. Whatever it is, it's impossible. Oh, no, not this. 
The answer is Mrs. Benson wasn't killed in her home, but somewhere within a few minutes' drive of Mountain Lodge. The police say she was killed in her home. It looked as if she'd been. Benson planned his murder very cleverly. He sent for his wife to join him at Mountain Lodge on Tuesday. He met her at the train, took her out into the country, and then killed her. And then brought her body back to the city? Exactly. He killed her on Tuesday somewhere near Mountain Lodge, put her body in his car, then brought her to the city Wednesday, put her body in the house, called the police, and you know the rest of the story. At least one way he could have killed her and still not be away from his friends at the lodge for more than an hour. That's the only way. Well, all right, though. Now that you've figured out how he could have done it, how are you going to use it against him? He can't be brought to trial again. No, but I can see to it that he doesn't profit by his wife's death. Well, worry about that later, will you? First, do something about Jimmy Bolton. Blackie, here you're calling. Uh, Susie, get me Charlie Kingston in Chicago, will you? Of course, sir. And Susie? Yes? If he isn't in Chicago, get him on the phone no matter where he is. I have to talk to him right away. Hello? Mr. Benson, this is Jones at the office. You sound unhappy, Jones. What's the matter? Contracts coming in too fast? (laughs) Mr. Benson, it's about contracts, all right, but they're not coming in. They're being canceled. What? We've had 11 definite cancellations in the last hour. Our steadiest customers are withdrawing all their orders. What's the matter? I don't know, sir. Well, uh, don't let them cancel. Well, there's no way to hold them to their contracts, sir. They've got cancellation clauses. All their orders are being stopped quite legally. Uh, well, don't do anything, Jones. I'll be right down. Yes, sir. Williams. Williams. Williams! What's matter with my servants? I have five of them. I haven't seen one of them for two hours. Williams! You were calling me, Mr. Benson? Yes. Tell Harry to get my car. I have to go down to the office. I'm sorry, sir. But the chauffeur is no longer with us. Huh? Well, all right. Then tell Jack to bring my car around. Jack is no longer here either, Mr. Benson. Uh, okay, then you get it. I'm sorry, sir, but I'm leaving too. In fact, sir, all the servants have gone. You've all left me. Why? Shall we say, to keep more profitable employment, sir? That's not the reason, and you know it. Williams, you can't leave me. You, you... I'm very sorry, sir, but goodbye, sir. Williams, you can't hold... Uh... Hello. Mr. Benson, this is Jones at the office again. Now, what is it, Jones? Mr. Ward of the exchange just phoned. I thought Ward said they were rising. Well, they were, sir. Right after you bought, they kept on rising. But about an hour ago, everybody began selling. Your stocks are down seven points and still dropping. What does Ward think I ought to do? Buy, Mr. Benson, to check the drop. But I can't. I haven't the money. Well, then you'll have to sell, sir. But I can't sell. Those stocks are all I have. At the rate they're dropping, sir, in another two hours, they won't be worth having. Mary, I want to run down and see Faraday a moment. Well, all right, but do be careful, will you, Blackie? I'm worried about Jimmy Bolton. Well, what should we be careful about? Bolton will never get near me. And our murderous friend Benson is probably so bewildered by now, he doesn't know he's alive. Blackie, get inside the door, quick! What's the matter? That big car coming down the street. Look out, dog! Let me promise to stay there under Bolton's court, but he won't. I know he won't. Okay, look. 
You call Blackie every few minutes if you have to, Miss Wesley. Anything to keep him there. I'll get Bolton. How? I don't know how, but I'll get him, Miss Wesley. I'll get him. I'm sure you will, Inspector, but please get him before he gets Blackie. Yes, Mary, I'm right here, and I'm going to stay here. Now, uh, but... do me a favor, Mr. Blanky. I've got your building full of cops with orders to shoot Bolton on sight. 
Now, will you go out in the hall and tell those two men of mine to round up the others and come on home? Sure, Faraday. But do you mind doing me a favor? Ah, what? Uh, reserve a slab in the morgue. Your men just shot and killed Harry Benson. It was an accident, Faraday, and accident will happen. But this time, the accident happened to the right guy. Blackie, I'd have died if I thought Mr. Benson was going to come up here. Well, he came up here, and he died. Well, what made him do it? Dyer, come up here. Come up here. <laughs> well, you remember when I called Charlie Kingston? Yes. Charlie and his friends ruined Benson's business and ran his stock into the ground in one day. How did they do that? Kingston put pressure on Benson's clients and told all his friends who had the same stocks Benson held to sell as fast as they could. I see. And on top of that, Kingston hired all Benson's servants for a week's party with a $500 bonus if they'd leave saying they weren't coming back. Oh, I see why Benson tended to you then. He found out Charlie was causing him all that trouble and he knew you'd put him up to it. That's right. And I'm very glad that when the cops shot at him, they didn't miss him because I guarantee that now that he's dead, Nobody else will miss him either. Classic Streams. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts.
the work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. Classic Streams